Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is good. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. What else? Okay, let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. We've been studying the book of Proverbs and gleaning highlights from it. We've gone through um, highlights from Proverbs chapter 1, and then highlights from Proverbs chapter 2, and then highlights from Proverbs chapter 3, and today we'll go to highlights from Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, you see, sometimes you don't remember everything in a particular book. Uh, that's why sometimes they have sports highlights. Uh, they are giving you the most important things that, that you, you are supposed to know from there. So as we go through the books of, book of Proverbs, you may not remember everything. Sometimes when you read a book, you may not remember everything, but we are going through the highlights that you can remember and be able to walk by in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray in Jesus' name, may your life be transformed by the word of the living God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go. Proverbs chapter 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter 4. Let's start from verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1. The Bible says, thank you, Lord. He says, hear my children the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands and live, get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you, love her and she will keep you. Seven, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Wisdom key from, the, from Proverbs. You see, wisdom is the practical application of knowledge. Or how you think and how you make decisions. And you see, even from the natural standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, your Christian life consists of so many things. Prayer, fasting, reading your Bible, listening to podcast messages, um, taking notes, doing all these things. They go a long way and living for God in the community. They, that, is, that is part of your Christian life. And sometimes uh, you can ask yourself, which one do I do first? Uh, which one comes first? Which one do I give more priority to? And then even from a natural standpoint, there are different things that I mean, people do. Athletics, boxing, um, wrestling, lawyer, doctor, different things. And even in the natural world, people that exalt and give wisdom first place do very well. Even in the business arena different areas when you promote wisdom the bible says it says that exalt her verse 8 and will and she will promote you she will bring you honor when you embrace her she will place on your head an ornament of grace a crown of glory she will deliver to you 
But she's saying that wisdom, verse 7, is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. That is the first and foremost that you have to place ahead of everything else. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we go through this, uh, may the wisdom of God be at work in your life. I said, may the wisdom of God be at work in your life. I said, may the wisdom of God be at work in your life. Go th as we go through life, if you, when you promote wisdom in any area of your life, she will exalt you. It, it, it will, there will be promotion. And you see, there's a certain way that the world thinks. And there's a certain way that God thinks. We've gone through the, the different kinds of wisdom. But as we go God's way in every area... Of our lives you see that you are being changed and going from glory to glory you see when, when God says put her first that means that is the first thing the Bible says that it, it was by wisdom that the earth was founded and by understanding was established any good thing that you will see in your life will come from this place of wisdom and that is why we are going through these lessons and getting the highlights from it. Now, for me, when I came, became a Christian, that is the reason why I'm preaching. It's the wisdom of God that is the reason why I'm preaching. The wisdom of God will cause you to work for God. As I was reading my Bible and studying my Bible, I realized that this earth, we are here for a very short time, and it's wisdom to work for God. It's wisdom to live for God. Jesus talked about the fact that lay not, lay not up your treasures on the earth, but lay your treasures up in heaven. That means that the things that you are doing on this earth, eternally it will count. And the Bible also says that it is profitable to live for God. To make a decision to live for God. Notice what the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Thank you, Lord. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. He says, For bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Bodily exercise profits little, but godliness. Godliness simply means living for God. He says it is profitable for all things, having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Profit not only in the life to come, but on the life down here. You see, when we get to heaven, there will be different ranks in heaven based on what you've done on the earth. And there will be surprises. So if you are only living your life for now, uh, you are missing out on eternity. But if you are living for eternity, then he is saying that you will have profit not only in this life, but eternally as well. Don't say, Pastor, you didn't tell me. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> because when you see me in heaven, and you say, wow, is this your ranking in heaven? It said, like, the things used to be the same, but they are not the same right now. <laughs> and you ask, why did you two tell me? But I am telling you right now. Jesus said those words, and I'm repeating it to you. So when you get to heaven, you won't be surprised. <laughs> 
Live for God. Godliness. Living for God. That is wisdom from God. That is what I'm preaching. I'll preach from now till Jesus Christ comes or till I leave. Nothing will stop me from preaching. Amen. Live for God. Lay up treasures in heaven. Be loaded eternally. One of the things, the greatest things that will help you to make investment eternally is when you pray for people to be saved and when you endeavor to share the gospel with them. That is wisdom. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30 says, He that wins souls is wise. Every time you win souls, you, you lead somebody to the Lord, your ranking increases. That is what I live for. It is wisdom to lead others to the Lord. And you love Jesus. It comes naturally. It's not forced. I'm telling you right now. Deep Apostle Paul said, I have run the race that is, uh, that is set before me. I have finished my course. And now it's laid out for me the crown of righteousness. And this crown of righteousness is not only for me, but those who love the Lord Jesus Christ and love his appearing. God has a crown for each and every soul winner. So when we get to heaven and you don't have a crown, uh, you will know what happened. Because I'm telling you right now. <laughs> when you get to heaven and you get a crown, you will know exactly how you got it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you live for God. May God through you lead others to the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is wisdom. To live for God. Another wisdom key is to live a life of forgiveness it goes a long way if he, when jesus christ said he made a statement he said if you will not forgive neither will your heavenly father also forgive you your trespasses in mark chapter 11 verse 26 so if you don't forgive and you harbor bitterness in you and unforgiveness in you you wake up one day and you may discover a strange disease in your system. Let it go. It is wisdom to do that. Because sometimes when you get in an argument, you naturally want to win. You see, nations, even smaller nations, are stockpiling arms. It feels good to win a war from the natural standpoint. But every time war happens, there, are, there is somebody loses. There is really, when you think about it, there is really no benefit. Sometimes children are displaced, women are displaced, people are displaced. I mean, I mean, bad things happen. But when you get in an argument, the natural thing is, 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 is you want to win. So if you want to save your marriage, sometimes all you have to do is, okay, if you say you've won, you've won. And let there be peace and then we, we move on. I forgive you. <laughs> There's no benefit <laughs> to me, me winning this argument. If you are right, okay, you are right. I mean, just, we are right. We just move on. <laughs> forgive. Jesus said, if someone offends you in the same day, 70 times 7, and they come and ask for forgiveness, you forgive them. Let it go. Let it go. That is wisdom. You will live long and you will live healthy. 
Amen. I see you walking in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus made a statement. He says, agree with your accusers while you are on the way to the court. Let it drop. In some cases, you are better off letting that court case drop. Let, let be, agree with them while you are on the way to court. That is wisdom. It may not be what you want to hear, but that is the wisdom of Jesus Christ. It will save you, maybe in some cases, money. Think about it. Jesus Christ was hanging on the cross. And when the people, the Bible said that he did not open his mouth. And he, 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 when he got to the cross, on the cross, the people that were crucifying him, he said, forgive these people for they don't know what they are doing. And then when he went to heaven, redemption was made available for all of us. But imagine when he got to heaven, he said, he said these, people, these people, I'm really going to show them. Now that I've been exalted and I'm on the right hand of the Father, I'm going to let them, I'm going to show them fire. <laughs> I am going to let them know that I am the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Of course, people that reject Jesus Christ is going to be a judge at some point. But on the cross, just for you and I, our sake, the wisdom of God led him to say, Father, forgive them. These people don't know what they are doing. May you walk in forgiveness in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Think about, think about Joseph. Uh, Joseph was espoused, engaged to Mary, to be married. And then one day Mary comes and says, an angel appeared to me, and uh, I've missed my menstrual period, uh, but I am pregnant with, with, with the child of God. What? <laughs> God made me pregnant. Oh, but the Bible says, describing Joseph, that is the wisdom of God. When God appeared to him, the Bible describes him, describing him as a just man. He was planning to put Mary away privately. Oh, by the wisdom of God. So if God says so, let us go along. Let us go along. And right now, you can't talk about Mary without talking about Joseph. Their names are listed. Mary said, let it be to me according to your word. What you are telling me has not been done before. But if God says so, I agree with God. And let it be to me according to your word. Every time you agree with God, that is wisdom. Let it be to me according to the word. Every time you say, let's put, let me put my thinking aside and pick up God's way of thinking and God's way of doing things, you are acting in wisdom. Every time you make that statement and you say, let me put God aside of this situation, you are acting against God's word and it's not, it's not wise. Someone says, oh, this is business. Don't bring God in here. The moment that you make that statement, you've put God aside. 
Oh, this is politics. Let, let me not bring God in here. If you are running for office, the wisdom of God will tell you that take God in there. But every time you say, oh, I'm running for office, uh, but, uh, but throughout the whole process, I'm going to put God aside, uh, you've made an unwise decision. A student might say, oh, uh, you know, I don't have time to study for the exams. You study half of, the, uh, half of the, uh, the book, I will study half of the book, and when we get in there, we are going to come together to cheat in the exams. Don't bring God in here. Don't bring God in here. You're acting unwisely. There's a name for that. <laughs> oh, you are getting ready to marry. I say, oh, no, 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 let's put God aside. Let's not bring God in here. You are not making a wise decision. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you walk in wisdom. May you walk in wisdom. May you walk in wisdom. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One time in India, I think a building or so collapsed. And when the building collapsed, when the building collapsed, after a while, um, they will, I mean, even here, sometimes after a while, they'll declare that, I mean, there are no survivors. Let's just get rid of the rubble. And this person survived. And when he came out and they were asking him, uh, they asked him and said, oh, what happened to you? He said, oh, I, I survived because of my strong willpower. No acknowledgement of God. After a week, this same person that survived also in his own way due to strong willpower had a heart attack and he was gone from the scene. No giving God credit. In all your ways, acknowledge God. I said in all your ways, acknowledge God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I've made wisdom a major part of my life. And that is why I'm standing here. I will listen constantly, listening to messages, reading books, studying. It will take you very far. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll get to that a little bit more in detail later. Two, make prayer. It is wisdom to pray. It is wisdom to pray. Before you make any decision, it is wisdom to pray. To seek what God says about the situation. Because sometimes we tend to make decisions from a natural standpoint. One time in Joshua chapter 9, the Gibeonites, after they heard that Ai had been defeated, they came and they said, wow, if they've defeated this nation, defeated Jericho and Ai, let's go and make a peace treaty with Joshua. The Bible says when they came, the people, they, made, they noticed the statement that is made in Joshua chapter 9, verse 14. He says, then the men of Israel took some of their provision, but they did not act counsel of the Lord. So Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the rulers of the congregation swore to them. And if... I happened at the end of three days after they had made a covenant with them that they heard that they were their neighbors who dwelt near them. They took their provision, they brought moldy bread 
and showed it to them and said, look, we are from a far country. We've been traveling for a very long time. They took those provisions. So you make a covenant with us not to destroy us. They did not ask counsel of the Lord. They did not ask counsel of the Lord. You see, sometimes it's easy to make decisions based on what we see. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 13, verse 10 to 11, he says, And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan. It was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go towards Zohar. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Lot chose for himself. Lot chose for himself. Lot chose for himself. The children of Israel did not ask counsel of the Lord. chose for himself based on what he could see it nearly resulted in him losing his life after a number of years the bible describing jesus in isaiah chapter 11 we'll look at it more in detail later but he says that verse 3 says his delight is in the fear of the lord he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears no that's not how he makes decisions Recently, I was talking to somebody, and, and they were talking to me about job offers that they had, and, and they were asking me, what do you think, pastor? And I said, give them counsel based on the word of God. Which one is going to let you be in church more? Which one is going to let you give you the freedom to serve God the more? I said, take this one. He said, oh, I said, I see, he said, I see it. I, I, I said, that's the one you have to go for. He shall not judge, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Before you take that step, ask God what is his wisdom concerning the situation. He shall not judge by the sight Lord chose for himself. The children of Israel, Joshua did not ask counsel of the Lord. They are just looking at it from a natural standpoint. Years later, it cost the children of Israel. A king came along and destroyed the, the Gibeonites, and a curse came on the land just because of that decision. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May God lead you in your decision-making process. Sometimes people are taking a job, they'll just look at their paycheck. No, no, no. Not just that. There are other factors. May God lead you and guide you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May God lead you and guide you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You see, what sometimes looks right from a natural standpoint, from God's standpoint, God may look at it differently. 
he said he told the pharisees in Luke chapter 16 verse 14 he says now the pharisees who were lovers of money also heard all these things and they derided him and he said to them you are those who justify yourself before men but god knows your heart for what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of god what is high, this is wisdom from jesus what is high sometimes may be highly esteemed in the sight of man may be an abomination in the sight of god It is wisdom to take your kids and grandkids to church. You take them for them to get an education from a natural standpoint. It is wisdom to bring them into the house of God for them to get an education as well. Spiritual. It is wisdom for you to be in a church family and to be under a pastor. You can't change it and I can't change it. If you live long enough and you live, then you, you leave the earth, that will still be with the wisdom of God for people that will come afterwards. Oh, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you walk in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It is wisdom to give your very first and your best, your tithes and offerings to God. God has his way of operating from a financial standpoint. Every, you see, everybody in this church is supernaturally relaxed. Nobody is under any pressure. Because before you got here, that is how I, I, I was living. Before the church started, God let us we put a certain money to, a, to the church and took it out and put it into another ministry. Before we publicly announced that the church was going to start, some, God touched a couple and they came and they said, we want to put this significant amount of money in this. So, when you give... You are giving to the Lord. We, we, it, 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 we, I, we have a revelation on this. When we, when, I mean, people that watch on TV and watch on, nobody's under any pressure. They get, just get blessed and then they return. But it's, you, see, you see, God is our source. And he should be your source as well. That plan was here before you and I got here. And every year, so, so one time somebody was saying, well, why do you give so much? When we stop, it will stop, for, even for the church. In the midst of COVID, every year, since that time, every year, the church has been increasing from a financial standpoint, never decreasing Amen. to the glory of God. That is the wisdom of God. <laughs> that is the wisdom of God. There is a way the kingdom of God functions. And when you realize it and you begin to function, oh my Lord and my God, you are supernaturally relaxed. You are moving to another level of wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Another wisdom key. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, 
Let's keep going. He says, verse 13 says, Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. For she is your life. Take hold of instruction. Don't let her go. As you are listening and hearing the word of God, look for instruction. As you are reading the word of God, look for instruction. The word of God is God's word in print. God's wisdom in print for us. Hold fast to instruction. When an instruction comes, be determined that you are going to be a doer of the word of God. Look for the instructions. Take hold of instruction. Do not let her go. Keep her for she is your life. She is your life. She is your life. Somebody said, I'm going to get on it. You try it and see. It costs money to be there. But we never got there and said, today if you don't give, we are going off the air today. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Radio. No, 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 no. Because the Lord is our source. Amen. Everybody is supernatural. You give, you give to God. You don't give, it's up to you. Take hold of instruction. Take hold of instruction. Take hold of instruction. The word of God is packaged for our profitable living. We celebrate just the doctrine, but we do not like the other part. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 2 says, he's saying to Timothy, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. Only one doctrine, the rest of it will have to do with reproof, correction, or instruction. 75%. Hold fast to instruction. Don't let it go. That is why the Apostle Paul, when he first got saved, one of the first things he said was, he asked Lord, Lord Jesus Christ is, Lord, what would you have me to do? Because for every challenge, there is a wisdom solution. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I don't care how complex the situation seems, begin to ask God that, Lord, show me the way out of this. Show me the way, to, what to do to get out of this. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we are going through this, I see the wisdom keep being delivered to you out of that situation. When God came to Solomon, he asked for a wise and understanding heart. God said, you have asked for the thing that puts you in command of everything else. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the wisdom key that you need for this season, may it be delivered to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That which you need to do, may God deliver it to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody said, I don't like the instruction. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> my lord and my god glory be to the name of the lord let's keep going here then he goes on to say in verse 18 proverbs chapter 4 
verse 18, he says, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. The path of the just is like the shining sun. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. God has destined that your path will keep shining brighter and brighter. And you see, sometimes you may not have the full light or the full picture, but the light that comes to you, God expects you to walk in it. And as you do, your light will keep shining brighter and brighter. I see someone's like part getting brighter and brighter in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, at some point, uh, God expect, will expect you to walk in the line that you have. At some point, God will expect you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, he says, when you ought to be teachers, you still have need. Let's read it. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, he says, at the time, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. To teach you again the first principles, you ought to be teachers. At some point, the light that you have, God expects you to walk in it and also to be able to teach somebody else. In whatever capacity, maybe your co-worker, it may be the Sunday school kids, it may be you, but sometimes you may not even discuss, no, you have that to you start, you step out and begin doing it and you be, oh, this was in there all the time. Your path is getting brighter. Your path is getting brighter. Your path is getting brighter. Thank you, Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God. It is the wisdom of God. That's, I, I said it earlier, that's the reason why I'm preaching. I will keep preaching until Jesus Christ comes. <laughs> Until I leave. Whichever one comes first. And I'll be like the Apostle Paul. This is a man that walked with God. I'm named after him, so I'm walking in, his, in the steps of Jesus and his steps. When, in Philippians chapter 1, he was serving God. And he got so close to God, even in his death. He said, he, he said this, I am in a strait between two. Whether to stay here or to go. But I've decided to stay here because when I stay here, it is for your profit. It is for your benefit. You can keep teaching and preaching. My Lord and my God. Power even over death. I would teach and preach. And like some of the people that I'm following after, they just eat breakfast and they check out and they're out of here. They just fall asleep. Some of them tell, the, tell their folks that they are, they are going to go 9 a.m. this time. There was a certain man, E.W. Kenyon. He said, all of you, I'm telling you, 
Next day, it's 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., I'm leaving and going. Uh, no, he, say, he says, I'm going home. And they thought because he, he was old, they thought he was losing his, his memory, and he didn't realize that he was home. He said, no, no, you, I, I said, tomorrow, this time, I'm going home. When the time came, he said, yeah, there is Jesus. He was gone. Power over death. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus, you will not die through an accident. You will die when you have lived to fulfill all that God's plan and purpose for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your path will keep shining brighter and brighter. Thank you, Lord. Let's keep going here. In the, we are looking at the highlights. Proverbs chapter 4. Notice when he gets to verse 20. He says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are light to those who find them. And health to all your flesh. Give attention to my words. Give attention to my words. Wisdom key four. Attend to the word of God. Sometimes even when I'm, I'm playing, I'm, the word of God is getting into my spirit. I'm sleeping. You see, give attention to his words. Give attention to his words. Give attention to his words. You see, it is the wisdom of God even to attend to the words. Sometimes, uh, people, you listen to everything by the word of God. Sometimes these talk show producers are your pastors. They are feeding you with whatever they are feeding you with. Sometimes all sorts of things that are not so comely are going into your system. And when it comes to the revelation of the word of God, that you need to triumph and to be able to overcome, sometimes that is missing. But you know every sports statistic. At least every, who, who did this, who did that, every celebrity who did this, did that, did, you know all of it. They are your pastors. After that, they play their kind of music, and you, <laughs> that's your worship. <laughs> <laughs> one time even in music put the word of god first one time a certain song came out i'll, I'll try to get this right the song was so when you reverse satan what does it become it becomes um satan now they are said natasi dog natasi dog natasi dog natasi dog when they played the song backwards, they were saying that what the song is saying is, Satan is God. And the whole world was bonkers. Not as he God, not as he God, not as he dog. That's as you don't know what you are listening to. Because if when David, notice this, even in music, attend to the words of God. 
when David in first Samuel chapter 16 verse 23 played when Saul was under the influence of an evil spirit and David played the harp under the anointing of the spirit of God the evil spirit departed one time Elijah the prophet is just as ordinary as you as me till the anointing comes he needed the anointing to function he said grab me and minstrel and as the minstrel played the anointing came on him and he began to prophesy so if musical strings instruments can cause the demons to leave then people influenced by demons can attract those same spirits the devil had the Tambourine, tablet, tablet, all these things in him when he was in heaven. When he came down, it was perfected. And now the whole thing has, be, has become perfected. So if somebody is ministering under the influence of an evil spirit and you are listening to them, you are fellowshipping with an evil spirit. They put Nata dog in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Even in music, please let this Christianity reflect out of our private life and go publicly as well. Attain to my words. Then if music can bring the anointing and cause evil spirits to leave, I'm not going to submit myself to anything. No way. Sometimes, I, oh, when you begin to worship, the presence of God comes on the scene. Sometimes you may be in the car. It fills the car. There's an atmosphere created in the car. Sometimes in the home, it fills the home. Glory. Glory. Glory to the Lamb. You just noticed that something went over this place. I mean, I may not be a, 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 an award-winning singer, but something came over here. <laughs> the Spirit of God came over here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Attend to his word in every area of your life. If you are sick, attend to his words. He says you will be held to all your flesh. Attend to his words in your business. Attend to his words in your family. In every decision, in every area of your life. My son, my daughter, attend to my words. That means that give it first place in your life. In every decision. Don't say let's leave God out. Anybody that you are making a decision, anytime you are trying to make a decision and that thought crosses your mind, saying, let's leave God out, uh, Satan, I rebuke you. Anytime you are doing a transaction with somebody and they say, let's leave God out, you say, you take your troubles away, please. Attend to my word. The fool says that there is no God. So the moment you say, let's leave God out, you are heading down an unwise path. The moment you say, Lord, what do you say about this? What does your word say about this? You are walking in wisdom. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus.
my Lord and my God. May you walk in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 34. He says, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the spirit by measure. He had the spirit of God without measure. And Jesus is the one that is described in Mark chapter 6. Thank you, Lord. Mark chapter 6, verse 2, he says, And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Such mighty works are performed by his hands. What wisdom is this? So how, I mean, it, Jesus is the one here. And in Isaiah chapter 11, notice this. And as you are anointed this morning, this level of wisdom will begin to be at work in your life. In Isaiah chapter 11, from verse 1, where the earlier, he says, Then shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the spirit of his eye. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, might, knowledge, and the fear of God. But if you look at this very closely, he says wisdom, understanding will fall in that category of wisdom. Counsel will fall in that category of wisdom. Might will probably stand by itself. But knowledge will, stand by, uh, will fall in the category of wisdom. And the fear of the Lord will fall in that category as God. As well, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Even might, you can throw that in there. Because the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5, he says, a wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strong, increases strength. So six out of these seven attributes have to do with wisdom. No wonder they said, what wisdom is this that is at work in his life? And so in that same way, this morning as the anointing, as the oil comes on your life, the anointing comes on your life, may the same wisdom that was at work in the life of Jesus begin to be at work in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. At every step, may you know the way to go. Jesus had it on his life. You will never see Jesus twiddling his thumbs and saying, what are we going to do now? No. He always knew what to do. Something comes and he says, Jesus twiddling his thumbs and he stands there and says, twinkle, 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 little stars. How I wonder how you are. How you are. What are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? No, 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 no. 
these seven components of the Spirit of God was at work in his life. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1, he says, And to the angel of the church in Sardis right, this thing says he was the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. The seven spirits of God. The seven components of the Spirit of God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. He says, And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, voices, seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. He says, And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood the lamp as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. And thank God you and I are joined as with Christ Jesus. Oh my Lord and my God, I see somebody walking in the wisdom of God. I said, I see somebody walking in the wisdom of God. Even as you are anointed today, the same mighty works will begin to be done by your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go after it. When Solomon asked for it, God said, you have, you have the key. In every situation, may the key be delivered to you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We'll continue next week. We'll get to chapter 5. You will see how to receive this wisdom and walk in it, not every now and then, but consistently all throughout your life. You are moving to another level in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. My Lord and my God, thank you, Lord, for your presence and your power. If you are watching, wherever you may be, uh, it's a joy for us to come to you with this broadcast. You are precious in the sight of God. Jesus loved you. You are a treasure in the field. And the wisdom of God sent Jesus Christ to come and to redeem you back to himself. You cannot make it without the Lord Jesus. You cannot make it in these days and times without Jesus. It will take the wisdom of God for you to be able to make it. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719 235 5535.